Okay, uh, this Reels podcast, episode twenty-one. Uh, Jay, how's it going? Well, everything's great. We a special guest this How week. Are you? Uh, really special guest, uh, Brandon Collins, has joined the show. Thank What's you, up? Brandon. How you doing, guys? How's your Sunday going? Going good. I just came back from brunch with the family, so it's delightful having mimosas and uh, croissants. Oh yeah, so I'm glad to be here. <laughs> How many do you have? I have five. I have five. That's a good. That's a good balance. You gotta get your money's worth. You gotta yeah. get your money's worth. Um. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Uh. The internationally beloved segment. Uh. Trifling in New York. Jay, you it seems like you have a great story. You were telling me about it earlier. Why don't you get right into it? Okay, um, a couple months ago, I was out with some friends at a bar, I believe it was on Spring Street, and... Well, see, that's where you went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was down, you know, I hadn't seen this person in a while, she doesn't Fancy live in the city. Fancy so like, where'd you go? Every, everybody was, that's where she was, you know, it was one of those things where like, oh, I'm only in the city for this limited amount of, this window of time, mm-hmm. everybody I know in the city, come here, so... Um, so I go to the bathroom at one point and are you going to say the name of the bar or should we not? I don't remember. I don't remember the name. It was, it was close to Lafayette street. So Um, we'll just say it's sweet and vicious. Okay. We can say that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, so I go into the bathroom. Have I been where? Sweet and vicious, or anywhere in Soho? Uh, a few times. Um, it's not my, not my uh, group. Uh, I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, actually, the show that I saw you at was curated by Jackie, um, who works at Gatsby's, which is in Soho. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was oh, that was in Brooklyn, right? Where you saw me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when I was in that basement. Yeah, that's when I was going through my dark material. I was working out some stuff. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it did seem. Yeah. <laughs> you doing all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot better now. But sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to cut the story. No, no it's, all, it's all good. I'm curious about this darkness. Um, all right. Where so, was anyway. I? Oh, so I was in the bathroom. Um, a guy was finishing up when I came in. He washed his hands, and he's leaving. And I just no, no. There's like three urinals, a couple stalls. It's pretty large, actually. And he's leaving. Um, The door opens, so I kind of just look over because the door opens, and I see him reach over and turn off the lights. The light switch is right by the door. (laughs) Wait, as he's leaving, turned off the lights. (laughs) Yeah. As he's walking out the door, and I, and you I just, just you just gotten in there, right? And I was, you know, I was doing my thing at the urinal. My reaction was, I just said, "What the fuck?" out loud, and then he just kept walking, you know, just walked through the door, lights off. Um, okay. I finished up in the dark, went over, turned on the lights, washed my hands, and then I had to come out, right? And I was thinking what I wanted to do about this Wait, situation. Wait, you wash your hands in the dark, too? No, I turned the light on before that. I, I, I'm not familiar with that bathroom. I can navigate that bathroom in the dark. That's a good um, move. 
So, th but then I wanted to talk to this guy because I didn't appreciate it, right? I have a good look at him. So then I had to go out, try to identify who he was. And I didn't uh, want to misidentify him because then that would have been really awkward for talking about why you mm. the lights off of me in the bathroom with somebody. To the wrong guy, to... yeah. Right, right, right. So I make like a circle of the whole bar. You come out, the bathroom's kind of in the middle. <laughs> so I went to the right. Didn't, I felt like there was some, somebody that could have been him. I don't think it was 100% him. Then I went back to the left where we were, and I, I see this guy at the bar, and I'm like, I'm about 95% sure that's him. So then, um, I, you know, he's talking to this woman at the bar. I didn't really care because I was irritated, so I talked to tapped my buddy on the shoulder and said, follow me. And so then he just, <laughs> he comes with me. Now, sidebar, uh, this is your buddy who's a black belt in Muay Thai? <laughs> Correct. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Correct. Gave me a little extra courage, you know, go confront somebody about some lights, lights being turned off. Yeah, the funny part is he didn't, he didn't even question me. He was just like, where are we going? All right. Just follows me to the bar, to talk to this go. guy. It's, <laughs> Solid you know, friend. I just saw Menace of Society. It, uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so he, um, so I say, hey man, uh, why? So why Blair, you, the you're rolling up on dude when he's talking to a girl at the bar. Yeah, I didn't care. I'm sure scared. it's the same guy who turned off the lights. Not a hundred percent sure. Oh jeez. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's him. Okay. People that could have been him, but I was like, "Do you mind if I ask his race?" Sure it uh, it's just like regular white guy. Okay. Um, and I don't remember exactly, but I think there was something that he was wearing, maybe that stood out a little bit. Probably like Abercrombie. It, it was something. I I, I can't remember. Like Pop collar Abercrombie. Yeah. No, I know the type. <laughs> um, so I go up to him. I say, hey, why why'd you turn the light off? He said, what, what are you talking about? Said, well, we were in the bathroom. I went to the bathroom. You were leaving the bathroom. As you were leaving, you turned off the light. No, no, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. It wasn't, well, were you just in the bathroom? Yeah, I just came back. So then it was you. And then, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but then I've got my buddy behind me like, Looming starts. He gets closer. He's like looming over us, right? <laughs> so then the guy gets nervous. The girl, she's not interested in this conversation. She just turns around, faces the other way. Um, no, she's not. <laughs> so then he goes, "Well, well, look, man, I, I didn't turn off the light, but but maybe if I did, maybe I hit it by accident, and if I did, and then offended you, I'm I'm sorry." So. Uh, well, what? I don't understand. So you he's know, like, you maybe I off the light, you don't. But if I get it, I'm sorry. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And then his buddy was next to the girl to the right, and he kind of looks over. He was talking to a different girl, and so he looks over. Like, what's happening to my man? He's like, getting pressed over here at the bar. So then he steps over. Then my buddy behind me sort of turns and looks at him, and that guy just walks away as well. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> it's a good move. It's a good move for him. It's a good move. Yeah, it was a good move for him. So then, uh, it just sort of ended. I was like, look, man, I didn't appreciate it. I'm pretty sure you turned off the light. I'm, I told him I'm, I'm not 100% sure it's you, but I'm pretty sure it was you. 
And then you said, and... "I'm not sure it's you." You said that. <laughs> I admitted it. I was like, I'm, "I'm pretty sure it was you." But but don't do it again, man. Just for a lesson. Nobody likes to pee in the dark. And that's how I ended it. And I lost the way. Brandon, thoughts? I'm it. <laughs> I don't know what to say to Jay, man. <laughs> Take this through next time. <laughs> Think through all your decisions that you're making in life. I mean, it seems like he did probably did turn the light out to mess with you. Um, I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> but you'll never know. All right. Right. Now, are you roughly like 95 on that on that too? What, that it was him? No, that he did it to mess with you. Um, the motivation. Yeah, for, for shits and giggles, man. You, how do you turn was off he, the light by accident? After, as he left? I, well, it, maybe he was when he closed the door, giggling to himself. Okay, so you're just sort of speculating there. That's all speculation, yes. Okay. We don't want to get sued for slander. <laughs> well, you've also, you've already said it happened to Sweet and Vicious when I probably should not that. remember what happened. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, you you told me this story. He was definitely doing to fuck with you. I do kind of like that you called about. I actually didn't know the part about you weren't sure that that was him. Oh yeah. Like, no, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I feel like it is, but I, you know, I can't say positively that was him. Yeah. It was dark, right? It could have been one or two other guys in there. I mean, if it was a white guy, it could have been any guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they all sort of. Anyway, um, Brandon, do you have a story? Uh, in New York. Yeah, yeah. I got um, a story. I used to work at Bubblegum Shrimp Company, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Times Square. Yeah, Times Square Bubblegum Shrimp Company. And um, after work, we would always go out, you know, to a bunch of bars and stuff. And I think I was 20 years old at this time. So I, I shouldn't have been out drinking, but I was with a lot of older people, so they were able to get me in. And one night, my friend Ben and I, we got so hammered that we couldn't make it to, like, our, like, you know, our dorms and where we were living um, to pee. Where were you living at the time? I was living in Jersey City with my mom at the time. It was, like, during summer in between school. So um, I was I had to go from you know Hell's Kitchen to Jersey City, and um, on my way on my yeah, way with uh, Ben to the train, I was just like, dude, I got pissed so bad. He's like, me too. So we just literally like we're on like 48th, right about to get to Eighth Avenue, and we just started peeing on the street, like in front of everybody. That's... We didn't care. And what? Then, um, yeah. You didn't even go into like a dark corner. Or no, we started ripping it, man. It was like four in the morning. We just we just were free falling it, and then um, of course that's when the cops pull up. Now I understand there are a lot of cops around there. Yeah, and now I understand like, these days how bad of a situation that could have been for me, especially as a person in uh, the education field. Uh, you can't just whip out your, your dick anywhere in the city. You know what I mean? Um, right. So the cops come. They give. Both Ben and I a ticket, a citation, right? And we're like, oh, this is crazy. But then I found out that the citation, the court date on the citation is the morning of the day I'm supposed to fly out for uh, Italy for two weeks. So like, oh, man. So I got to go to court. I thought oh, I was supposed to make this international flight. Like, hopefully nothing crazy happens to me, right? 
So my friend Ben and I go to court like a, a few weeks later, and uh, we we both meet up in the morning, grab a cup of coffee, and we're, uh, we're we go to the the courthouse. And the first wait, thing, so did you have to change your your license? No, no, I was just like, I, I think this is gonna be fine. My friend Ben's like, yeah, I don't imagine it'll be anything but like a fine. Maybe we'll have to pay like 60 bucks or something like that. Shouldn't right. be anything crazy. But um, <laughs> we get to the courthouse and the first thing that we're asked by the police officer who's like checking us in is, do you have a lawyer to represent you? And we were like, oh shit. <laughs> so because we didn't obviously, they gave us a public defender. And that's when I started like, getting nervous. No. Yeah, that's what I was like, oh shit, what's about to happen? We're rocking pro bono. Yeah, right. but then we sat down with his lawyer. He asked us if we had any like you know prior incidents or anything like that. We both have clean records, so he was like, honestly, like you're probably gonna get like a fine if anything. They might just let you go. So <laughs> they called my friend and I up. Like we were in a courtroom. They call our names, and there's nothing that like made me laugh harder. Like I shouldn't have laughed, but when they were like Brandon Collins, citation for public urination, I just started giggling because they announced it to the whole courtroom. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> I mean, there's like a bunch of different, you know, there's a bunch of different people cycling in and out. So there's quite a few people in there. There's like some teenagers that got busted for drunk, uh, disorderly conduct and all that stuff. And like, they're in the bag giggling because they hear us two, you know, college kids getting cited for public urination. It was just a, it was a shit show. Right. Yeah. But then it turns out that the only thing we have to do, we don't even have to pay a fine, but we have to go to a New York wellness workshop that afternoon immediately. So I'm like, damn. Like, a, my, a wellness workshop? Yeah, so like my like my window to getting back home to Jersey and getting my stuff for my international trip, it's like shrinking like immediately. So then Ben and I have to go to this wellness workshop where they have uh, people that were citated for uh, 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 panhandling, for open container, all these different things, right? Sleeping on the train. <laughs> and this person's literally talking to us about why New York needs to remain clean and why we should respect our city. It was like an hour workshop and we were all just like, this is insane. Um, it was, was, the, it, weirdest, was, it was the weirdest day of my life. It was one of, one of the weirdest things I've had to deal with. Was it Mayor Bloomberg doing the speech? No, it was just some random crackpot that's like, hey, this is my job. I talk to crazy people in New York. I, I never. I always thought it was just a fine for public urination. They it might be, it, and that was it. It might be now. Actually, I think they take it a little bit more seriously now, depending on where you do it. I think because of the time when I, I did do that, um, it, there wasn't as many legal ramifications as there could be now. Because, um, like, you know, you just whip your dick out and, like, ate that. That's a pretty big uh, issue. <laughs> so. Yeah. It, it's... And it's so bright there because of all the lights in Times Square. Yeah, I mean, we were on the side street, so luckily we weren't right on 8th Ave, but it was just a bad decision. It was young and dumb. Just yeah, I mean, that, that... did you get free food there? Yeah, yeah, we got a free meal. Did we say no? Whoa. Oops. Sorry. Uh, no, no free food? Oh, no, we got a free meal every shift. Yeah, it was dope. Yo, I worked at a Bob Evans one summer, uh, which is a... <laughs> I know Bob Evans. That's funny. <laughs> you're, oh, yeah, you're from Michigan, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm from Michigan, yeah. So Jay and I are from Ohio. Um, That's right. Oh, God. <clears throat> Should I be on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I already got you. I, um, but I... 
I don't know. Yeah, it's like it was the summer. Uh, I'll try to do this quick. It was the summer. Uh, I think between my freshman and sophomore year, and I was like, I'm gonna try being a waiter just to kind of see what it's like. And they had at Bob Evans, um, like hiring hiring waiters. And then I go there, and they're like, Oh, we're actually not hiring waiters, but we are hiring uh, grill cooks. And I was like, All right. The old, the old bait and switch. You were a grill cook at Bob Evans. I was a grill cook at Bob Evans for like um like two months. That's insane. It was fucking miserable. So you just made like home fries and bacon all the time. I mean, if it was just that, that would have been great. Uh, no, it's it's like so hot next to the grill. I was working six to three, no break, no free food. Oh shit, that's terrible. You never snuck a bite? I mean, you ever just like cooked a meal for yourself and like pretended like it was an aura that you heard? Oh, I thought this is a Johnson tab, right? No, there's no Johnson. Uh, no, like they. <laughs> I feel like I'm in trouble. I don't know. Like, the thing is, like, when you're like working like that intensely for like eight hours straight, you can sort of do it. And like, I wasn't getting hungry. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm sorry. You didn't get any sort of shift meal. Like at the end, they were like, "Yeah, take a couple biscuits home with you." Or something. Well, Bob famously is known for their uh, sausage. Yeah. So they would check my pockets if I had any no, sausage on the way out. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put they it didn't. past them, but still, that's hilarious. Yeah, I put it in my hat. So, um. Sorry, <laughs> is that is it? Were you done with your your thing? Yeah, yeah, that's that's all I got. I mean, I'm still. Uh, yeah, I, made, I made it on my me. flight, and uh, that's what, great. That's you still made your flight. Yeah, it was great. Because that definitely could have gone left, like real left. Oh yeah, yeah, I could definitely be. Uh, I could be in jail still right now. Waiting for a trial date. Yep. Yeah. Um. Jay, thoughts on uh, quick thoughts on public urination? Um, I did not know any of that about the wellness part. In general, public urination, I try not to do it. To a bathroom, I have a, a good knowledge of public restroom. I have a, I a public restroom map in my mind. Yo, I try to do it. So the the Marcy stuff on Jay, right? Yeah. I, I had to pee really bad, and I, I went to the end of the track, the platform, like way like at the end, because I, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm, I gotta piss, I'm pissing here. I already swiped. It's money well, money spent, so I'm not going back. And I start pissing, and some light just comes on, like there's a light there, and it came <laughs> on. And I had to, I had to close the stream. I had to stop the stream, and I had like sort of turn around and like walk back to my friends. Um, that was bad. I was like expecting to get a ticket in the mail or something. Um, anyway, I have a quick trifling in New York story. Um, so I get haircuts about probably like twice, twice a year, maybe once a year. Um, I hate getting haircuts. I really, I like really hate it. I, I can't really sit still for that long. I don't want to have someone like that close to me with scissors. Um, so I, I found a place in my neighborhood that's pretty cheap and pretty efficient, but I still hate it. Um, 
so one of the times I got a haircut a couple of years ago, uh, it was a new guy, and I just go to whoever's there. Um, I don't know, Jay or, or Brandon, if you, if you have go-to barbers. You have to I do now. It took me a long time to get some barber loyalty out in these streets. Do I you have a to, schedule? Um, not a schedule. I just, like, hit up the guy whenever I'm, like, looking to get a cut. But it's the same dude I've been going to for, like, a, a year now. That's great. Uh, Jay, what are you doing? Are you yeah, doing? I got my man Jesus. Just saw him yesterday. You got a haircut yesterday? I did. We hung out yesterday. I know. I got it at 9.30 in the morning. I didn't want to say anything. Anyway, um, so I, <laughs> I, I, I hate it. And so, like, I don't, do you guys talk to your barber while he's cutting your hair? No. Nah, I mean... Pretty much, I'm just there for the cut. Uh, to relax a little bit, you know. So I usually like use my, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I use my haircut to just like kind of get some sleep if I can. Really? Yeah, like I'll doze off a little bit. It's it's pretty relaxing. Mm-hmm. I've done I've done the same thing. I was falling asleep a little bit yesterday. I try not to chat. There's a lot of chatter in there already. I just I'll giggle at stuff, you know. People say some funny things, some funny stories. I laugh, but. I'm not offering up anything. What did they say anything. yesterday? That was what's the funniest thing they said yesterday. And there was nothing funny yesterday. So it was pretty slow in there. A lot of knock knock jokes. No knock. I haven't heard any knock knock jokes. Not even that. That sounds terrible. Um, so I will sort of check my iPhone while I'm doing it. But anyway, this guy started talking to me, and he's like uh, asking about my family and stuff. He's like, um, so he's like. Uh, where's your dad somehow it came up like where he's like where's your dad what's your dad doing i don't know how this came up he's like what's what's your dad doing now in real life my dad died in 2003 but i didn't really like i felt like if i said that that would lead to more conversation so i was like oh he's back in uh, his home country i was like oh where's that and for some reason i said algeria okay <laughs> <laughs> Now, my only experience with Algeria is um, actually Jay and I saw a movie called A Prophet like years ago. Oh, yeah. Great. That was great. Yeah. So, Algeria is a former French colony. Um, and I believe there's a, it's mostly Muslim population. Mm -hmm. So, and I, the barber is like, I think the barbers are like Ukrainian or something or something, or something like around there. So, he's like, oh, Algeria. Oh, it, he's like, Oh, is he Muslim? And I'm like, uh, yeah. So he's asking about, like, so this, like, came into, like, more of a conversation. Anyway, he's like, oh, is he Muslim? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but but he's separated from my mom, so I don't really see him. Again, trying to shut down the conversation. And he's like, oh, no, it's not not, not good for a Muslim dad to, to leave family. So that's, that's really bad. And they start, he's like, why did he leave your mom? And I'm like, oh my God. So I just start like improvising a whole storyline um, for this guy, which I was trying to shut him down. Is this making sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish I could, I, I mean, I guess I should have just gone to sleep or pretended. But he, he just kept asking questions and he just kept he lying? more and more questions, I kept lying. Um, so eventually it was like, I was like, yeah, you know, he's, 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 he's in Algeria now, 
but uh, but he's originally from like Morocco. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. My 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 aunt is in Morocco. Where in Morocco? And I was like, oh my god, now I have to come up with a city name in Morocco. <laughs> I think I said like um, I think I said like Tafar. So oh, I, I I haven't heard of that. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's not. It's 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 on the grid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Please rule Morocco. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I found this from there. Um, but yeah, it, it was terrible. It was the entire like opposite. Like I, I already hate going to get my haircut, and this made it really worse. Um, and and the place only charges like twenty dollars, so it's great. Have you ever have you ever paid more than twenty dollars for for a haircut? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Have you? No, it's just like you made it seem like you were getting a deal or something like that. Okay. No. Okay. I, I wasn't getting the Muslim friends and family deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you, you create a whole life story mm -hmm. now. So I'm assuming you never went back. I can never go back. I mean, right. right. Cause I mean, I don't even remember the details. Like, This is a lesson to our listeners. Um, don't talk to your barber ever. Go to sleep. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, so, Dave Chappelle. You guys familiar? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, internationally renowned stand-up comic. Uh, Famously got a deal with Netflix for, I believe, three stand-up specials. Is it um, three? I, I think it was three. I think he got $60 million for three. I thought it was just the two. Okay. Well, yeah, the, so the two were released this week. Um, and I think, yeah, I guess, so there's another one coming a little bit later. Um, you know, every, everyone knows Asia Bell. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, Brandon, you've seen both of the specials. What is your main takeaway from the first one? Uh, from the first one, so that was um, what was the name of that one? Because the second one's like in Texas, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. First yeah. one was really good. I it was just good to see Dave back in, you know, uh, his original element as a stand-up because uh, he hadn't done a special in like what fifteen plus years. Yeah, like I feel like the That's last one softly, like... right? That's yeah. the last one. So was that was that after Chappelle show? That was before. That was way before. Mm. So it was it was. I really liked it. Um, I thought the Kazu stuff was a little too long in the tooth, but you know I get why he was doing it. But I love the second one. I know that's like um, a few comments say that the first one's a classic. I actually really like the stories and the bits in the second special a little bit better. I I agree with that a hundred percent. Like yeah. The second one I enjoyed much more. Not much more, but I liked the bits better in the second one. What what bit did you like, Justin? Jay, sorry. <laughs> oh, every week. <laughs> um, I really liked the school the school part one. Um, where he had to go in, just all the whole conversation about the schools. And oh yeah, that's my favorite. That's my favorite bit too. About a son. That yeah. was a great bit. Yeah, exactly. When the son got into the fight, yeah. That was probably my favorite one out of the second one. 
Um, yeah, so... I, uh, I, I only, I saw the first one. I've probably only seen like 25% of the, of the second one. So I, I do apologize. Uh, Jay and I were talking about it and like, he looks really jacked in the second one. Yeah. He clearly um, was working out. <laughs> he was clearly like <laughs> doing something. Yeah. It was sort of distracting. Was um, it? Cause at SNL he looked jacked. So I wasn't like surprised. I guess you he's I mean? been jacked. He's, yeah, he's been yeah, Jack for a while. Right. Um, I think the first one, by, by the time I watched the second one, I had adjusted to it, but it was like when the first, for the, like probably the whole first special, I, I had a hard time getting past it, honestly. Like, what do you mean? Just his appearance, it was so different from the, uh, from what I was used to. Like I'd seen pictures of what he, of how he got so much bigger and like he was working out, whatever. I seen the pictures, but then like you know I have this old image in my mind still of uh, you know, like the skinny, gangly Dave Chappelle doing his stand-up, sort of giggling to himself, doing all these things on stage, and then this guy comes out, looks like he ate old Dave Chappelle, and, like <laughs> got gigantic. Used to be but really then he's still got like the same Dave Chappelle voice and still doing little giggles and things. I'm like, oh man, this is so weird. He was giggling. Mm -hmm. So my yeah. my thing with Chappelle is, um, I, and I I guess this is sort of bragging, but like I was up on Dave Chappelle back in like '94 because back in the day in the '90s, Comedy Central only showed SNL reruns and like stand-up and so i saw Chappelle uh do like a stand-up bit back then it was a really funny bit about like how like some guy in a car next to him was intimidating him and then they got into like a like an argument and they, they both got out of the car it turned out he was a like the other guy was a, a little person um but then i guess he still punked him somehow um so what, I guess what I realized is like I'm a big, way bigger fan of Chappelle's show than his stand-up. Really? Um, okay. Oh. Would okay. you say it's the reverse for you? I mean, you're a stand-up. Right? Well, for me, for me, um, he, and this is why I always tell people about Chappelle's show. For me, um, I really enjoyed Jade Chappelle's "Killing Them Softly," um, but at the time I was a huge, you know, I'm still I am a huge Chris Rock stand, but at the time I remember really liking that special. Dave Chappelle's show was tough for me because I was a black kid growing up the suburbs, majority white kids, you know, go to school with me. And Dave Chappelle during the first season had this sketch called the the Nagger family. And oh, yeah. you know what I remember? That, that? Is, that is second um, And then uh, a lot of I remember like a lot of white kids like trying thinking they could like say, you know, that play on words. What? Yeah. What? So, huh. Oh, did you see that huh. Nagger family sketch? And then this is when I started thinking about comedy and responsibility i was like yo this gotta be like some kind of disclaimer that they should needs to say where like he t lets people know like white people particularly know this shit's not okay for them to do just like willy-nilly like there's a message behind this thing right yeah um and he did that the second season was amazing because she just had great characters and great sketches that were just genuinely funny but right. then i remember when he quit he did that oprah interview and he talked about responsibility he talked about how he felt a little fucked up because he felt people were laughing at him, particularly white people, 
from Comedy Central and that were in the studio and stuff were laughing at him and now with him. And that's when he started putting a content book about the content he was producing. And that's when I was like, all right, now I like Dave Chappelle because he's talking about some of the repercussions of some of the things he did that might have been misinterpreted. And um, yeah, I mean, that's how I was really about the because... show growing up. It was, it was a bit of a hit or miss for me, uh, especially that first season. Well, that's really interesting because it's like like he then eventually addressed the issue that you were having. Yeah, yeah, it was it was, it was, yeah. It was interesting to see him do that, and that made, made me actually really appreciate him more. The fact that he walked away from that deal and whatever money was left on the table to to stand up for what he believed in his morals and just like fall off the grip for a little bit, you know, like you know. But what I've been hearing from just comics that like work at the cellar and stuff is that Dave Chappelle's still fucking hilarious. He just didn't need all that. Oh yeah that grief and, you know, to have this deal with, you know, Netflix. I mean, uh, with Comedy Central and stuff. Right. And now Netflix is taking all the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean. So it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Netflix, like, I, w- I was thinking about this the other day because they have so much fucking money. Like, I was thinking, like, I don't even know what the numbers are for their uh, subscriber base, but say it's 30 million in the, just in the U.S., that's 30 million people okay. paying $10 a month every month. So they're guaranteed $300 million every month. No no studio is doing that. I think it's got to be, even be more than that, man. Oh, yeah. That, that's they're like, so international and they, all that stuff, and they pay the studios pennies and a dollar, so <laughs> they're raking in all that money. Yeah, which I guess is why, you know, they can pay Dave Chappelle, like, 20 million per special uh and chris rock too yeah that's the um, thing they're, they're like they're killing the market in regards to taking all the top talent like they even got amy schumer releasing her special in some way wait so what's comedy central doing like who are they trying to get if like that's not where people see comedy specials yeah. anymore it's very weird i don't think they have the budget maybe like they can't compete I mean, I saw they just gave uh, Adam Sandler another uh, four movies. Um, yeah, I think that Netflix just, did. Yeah, <clears throat> but I think that's because they give him they they let him have the freedom that he wants. I think he's done with studio oh, totally. films. I think he I think he uh, doesn't have the clout anymore for that. But did anybody I mean, see if, those four? Well, the old four or, or no, like, the, the do over and um, the yeah, I, I didn't watch any of those. I didn't. I didn't watch any. One had like uh, David Spade, right? He was involved. Did they all have David Spade? I think they all have. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't I, watch any of those. I, yeah, uh, David Spade showed up in uh, the new season of Love uh, with with uh, Paul Rust. Um. So the other thing is that, um, so yeah, we alluded to it before. The first special was really heavy with the uh, Bill Cosby stuff. Um, and he, he did a thing towards the end where he's like, you know, Cosby probably raped upwards of 50 women. He's like, but he gave all this money uh, in the education space, basically. Um, with his framing, it seemed like he was sort of, I don't think he was excusing it. Um, it is interesting to consider that. I mean, you know, someone can be great, but if they kill your mom, you know, they should go to jail. Yes. <laughs> that's a good, 
very morbid <laughs> analogy to make. Yeah. I mean, Bill Cosby did kill my mom, so it's it was insensitive to me. Jesus, kid. <laughs> um, I believe the last word that he said in the first special was rape as well. Um, like I like the OJ stuff. I don't think. No, no, I don't. Think yeah, so. I don't think so. No, because no, it was the it was the final OJ joke. His final OJ story was the last. Yeah, joke. that was after the credit. I, hmm. Jay, we were hanging I out last know. night. That's what you told me. I was trying. No, no, I didn't say it was after the credit. I don't remember where it was, but it, I, I thought it was over too, and I was about to turn it off, but I just kept. I started like cleaning up or whatever, and then he came. He came out. I don't know if the credit started or not. Um, but it did seem like it was over. I don't remember, man. I don't remember the last because I, I the last special obviously I saw was the Texas one. Right. So I don't, um, I don't recall the last line of that first question. I will say that I think, um, and this is just me speaking as a comic, I think that the the whole rape jokes, was it funny, was it not funny, bit overblown. I mean, I don't understand why yeah. comics, all their material has to constantly be analyzed and broken down and someone that they have an, their own, you know, opinions about what's right and what's wrong in regards to comedy. It's just like, ugh. Like yeah, we, I mean, and everyone makes fun. Every every comic has a goddamn Bill Cosby bit. You know what I mean? It's just it's Chappelle of all people talking about it. He has something to say about it. Uh, did the bit go on a little bit too long to me? I think so, but he had a callback for it. So, you know, that's probably why he, you know, invested so much time in the middle on it, so he could have that callback at the end about. Um, right. I forgot what the callback um, was, but I remember he brought back. You know, they save lives. You know that kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like for me, it's like I'm pretty much purist when it comes to art. Um, my thing is like the market will decide ultimately. And like he can say what he wants. Netflix gave him 20 million. Like he, people can critique it fine, but he already won. Like it doesn't doesn't matter. Um, I don't think Dave Chappelle cares. Like he's he has fuck you money. He's had fuck you money since like the late 90s. Um, so he's fine. I get that people don't like critiques, but like if you're in this space, you you gotta. Ultimately, it doesn't really matter. Jay, when are you doing? Uh, you're gonna <coughs> start, start open micing pretty soon, right? Uh, um, be way too nervous with that. I did. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, the David, the the Cosby part did seem like it went on for a little while. Um, I think that happened with a couple things in the first one. What what else was in the first one that was for me well, just sort so of I, fell flat? I think it was like the transsexual part. Yeah, that's that's the other, the other thing. I was so I was taking notes as I was watching in prep for the podcast. Um, and with these specials, like I always kind of like remember like the biggest laugh that I get um, from the special and knee, knee slapper. Well, I was laying down in bed, so I wasn't. It wouldn't really be like be a little awkward to slap my knee in that at that point. But um, the biggest laugh I got was uh, when he was talking. It was towards the end. He was talking about like 
you know, you got to be really careful. Uh, he's like, look, women, I'm a feminist. I count myself as a proud feminist. There's a lot, not every man is bad. There's lots of feminists um, out here, um, or as we're known in the street, uh, bitch ass. And... Yeah, that was that was a good bit. Um, the one, I... the, for me though, the the transsexual bit fell a little flat because I had just recently seen Jim Norton's special, and he had a way more effective bit about like his view oh, of transsexuals. It's good, but he talks about not only does he like understand like you know where transsexuals come from, but he fucks them. So <laughs> that's like why his bit was a little bit more, you know, uh, <laughs> hit the nail on the head with regards to the viewpoints that Dave Chappelle was trying to get across. Yo, Jim Norton, have you seen him live? I haven't actually. I I really want to see him though. I've, I've met him uh, a few times, but he's awesome. <laughs> I saw him live. I st like it was probably like ten years ago. I still remember distinctly, like, just like his like delivery and like his presence. Like he's amazing. Um, any other thoughts? No, I enjoyed them. Right. I mean, they were uh, they were way better than I probably. I didn't really have expectations. I'm just excited to see what he was he's been working on. Um, right. I'm really excited to see what Chris Rock is going to talk about because, you know, even Dave Chappelle dropped a little Easter egg, like, oh, police brutality, I'm going to leave that alone. That's Chris Rock's thing. And I was like, dude, if Chris Rock has a good 20-minute bit on police brutality, I cannot wait for it. Um, but, I, I mean, mean it, yeah. He... Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say, um, compared to the other recent comedy specials I've seen, definitely think the Texas one's on top. Uh, his second special is definitely the top one for me right now. Um, it's his specials alone just are way better than Gerard Carmichael's eight special. And uh, right. I, I wasn't a huge fan of Michael Bigley's newest one, even though I am a fan of his. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought they were really good. Did you see uh, Don't Think Twice? Yeah, yeah, I did. I so... I liked it. I liked it, but. Um, one, it was a little hard for me to watch because I had too, I knew too many people in the movie, so I was like, God damn it. Um, but I'm still not, in, I'm still, I don't know if you guys do improv, but I've always been- Well, yeah, actually, I, this, is, this is a great segue. Sorry, I, I've been talking all over you. That's you really improv? Rude. I'm sorry. No, okay, you do improv though? Yes, so I went through the full improv and sketch program at uh, UCB. Interesting. Okay. So I have a question. Um, what, what expectations do they set up with you guys in regards to your career? Because the thing with Don't Think Twice, what kind of expectations did they set up with you guys in regards to like, what you can get in your career as an improv person? Because I feel like, do people that do improv like really think that they're all going to make it? Like That's just the one thing that's... Uh, curious about when I see improv groups of people uh, doing this right. stuff. I'm just really right. curious. So, so I started in 2013 and I think SNL uh, hired six new cast members. Uh, that's when they got Kyle Mooney, Beck Bennett, uh, a few of those guys. But like of the six new ones, like four of them were UCB. Um, you know, I, I, I had done some stand-up a, lo a long time ago. I was doing some comedy writing online. Um, and I, I do other stuff, music and stuff. But um, 
I really enjoyed UCB. UCB is like it's the it's the best uh, comedy school. I I would say I, I haven't been to all of them, obviously, but like don't think twice is like really accurate in the in the like the community building basically okay i i felt i figured that i thought the way that they that michael biblia really fleshed out how that works oh that was really effective um but then i think now, it also emphasized the business side of things too you know like you, you have to doesn't to guarantee, they don't guarantee anything like the, the deal is like if you can get on a, a house improv team like you're still not even good. I mean, it's it's a great accomplishment, mm-hmm. but you could be doing that for five years. <clears throat> okay, yeah, and with no and not get any writing gigs, any performing gigs. Like, you know, a lot of them move to LA eventually. Is what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, it seems like there's more work out there for like performers and comedy writers. Um. But for me, it was like, I really like the community. Uh, improv is great as far as like, just sort of changing the way you interact with people and like think about your interactions with people, um, which I found really valuable. Okay, interesting. You gonna take a class? No, no, I'm gonna keep my money in my pocket, but uh, <laughs> I appreciate your perspective. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you're, dude, you're killing it in stand-up. Uh, I, mean, I wouldn't gotta... say killing it, but it, it's definitely, things are definitely picking up in a positive way. I'm getting, um, uh, more, enough spots where I don't really have to hit the open mics as much anymore, which is a nice thing. Um, and then, uh, podcasting's been, like, apparently, that's, like, my main breakthrough. I didn't even realize that that could potentially be it, but, uh. That's where I get a lot of my fan bases for my two podcasts, which is awesome. Right. Yeah. I, your podcasts are, are great, too. I'm, I'm a big fan. That's how I came across you. Um, your stand-up's great. Medium Popcorn is hilarious. Justin is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, out, he's out of his fucking mind. Um, that's why it's so much fun doing that show, because I never know what uh, movie's going to make him lose his mind. And uh, it's just... The it's Good just, Burger. Good well, Burger. Well, that's the thing. Well, people that sign up for our Patreon, there's a new episode up about this movie called Enemy. It's with Jake Gyllenhaal. It, it came out in 2013, I believe. And what? it was so batshit crazy. Justin actually walked off the episode. It's our shortest episode. He just gave up. He just gave up. He was like, this is fucking crazy. And just threw all the headphones and just walked out of the room and the episode said, it's over. It's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so did you, did you continue the rest of the episode or? I mean, I just wrapped it up, man. There was nothing I could do. <laughs> it was just, I just wrapped up the show. That's great. But, um, um yeah, yeah, it's, uh, they're a lot of fun, man. And, uh, Media Pockets, like, pick, like, really picking up. We're about to cover Tribeca Film Festival next month, so I'm really excited. Wait, what? Say that again? Oh, that's pretty to, cool. Yeah, we're about to do press for, uh, Tribeca Film Festival next month. It's what gonna do you be mean? dope. Uh, I mean, we, we get to go to screenings and potentially do interviews and what? Yeah, you know, we get to go like the premiere of that movie, The Circle, and shit. It's gonna be dope, man. I'm so excited. That's great. Congrats, man. Thanks. Um. All right, let's let's get to the ne- next thing. Uh, <laughs> so, 
this is this is a topic that I'm surprised it's, it's taken me this long to introduce it to a podcast because I fucking love zombie movies and zombie shit. Like, like I mean, like I I'm I'm so aggy about this. Like, I like the Walking Dead comics, and okay. I won't watch a show because the comics are so much better. The show is terrible now. It's, it's like, gotten really bad. Yeah, I watched yeah, it. I, I, I stopped bad. watching. I watch it on habit the same way I watch like Modern Family now or uh, New Girl, but it's terrible. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like Negan is so fucking cool in the books. I mean, um, Jeffrey D. Morgan, the first episode of this recent season was amazing. But then after yeah. that, it's kind of becoming annoying. And to be honest, he's actually not in it that much <laughs> the second half. It's like he's barely he's barely around. The way that they break down these episodes is infuriating because it's the opposite of how Game of Thrones does. Game of Thrones can juggle like six different storylines in one episode, and you still you feel like things are getting done. You're moving towards something. Right. Walking right. Dead, they'll spend a whole right. episode on a C character, and you'll be like, "This is the stupidest thing they've done," and then they top it next. It's it's insane. Yeah, a lot of spinning wheels. Yeah, is what I've heard. Yeah, because Robert Kirkman said that the show can go on forever. I'm like, hey, fuck why? No, it can't. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> not like this. Not like this. Andrew Lincoln, that, I mean, that's Jay. Thoughts on The Walking Dead? Wow, but um, that's the complaint that I've heard that this year, like, nothing is happening, and it's just so slow and so boring. Um, I'm glad I'm not watching, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's why I stopped. I was like, how long can this go on? It's just going to go on forever. And I start getting stressed out. I, mean, I was like, it's been like the top five in terms of ratings, the like top five show, like across all of TV. So it, it's making tons and tons of money. Yeah. That's why they're going to keep going with it. But I mean, there's going to be, a, they're, they're losing viewers every episode. Like it's not it's not yeah. getting better. So this I've been giving probably about two years before they're finally like, uh, we should probably try to wrap this up, guys. Yeah. Um I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan is too skinny to play Negan. Um uh, but anyway, uh our main topic. Um so I emailed you guys about this. I'm not sure this is gonna play out. This may not work, but let's let's try it. Um Zombie Escape Plan. Oh yeah. So if the zombie apocalypse is real, and I've set I've set parameters on this. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Brandon. What neighborhood do you live in? I live in Astoria, Queens. Okay, so you're in Astoria. Justin J. God, uh, is in. Um, <laughs> you're so bad. It's yeah, it's not going well. Uh, you're you're in Crown Heights, is that right? Correct. And I'm in the Lower East Side. All right. So, if the zombie apocalypse is all of a sudden upon us, how do you get to safety? Um, or what do you do, I guess, is the main thing. Yeah, You're the wouldn't it depend on, wouldn't it be determined on what you, what you perceive as safety? Well, here's the parameters. Okay. There's no cell service. Okay. There's no electricity. Hmm, okay. Um... 50% of the population is zombies. 50%? Yeah. But we're, we're still we're unaffected. We're not unaffected. You're, yeah, you're good. 
That's crazy, dude. And cars, cars, planes, etc., have exactly the amount of gas that they have, but you can't get more. Okay. So what? So yeah, I guess the question. I mean, getting to safety is relative. I guess would you? Uh, I'll start with you, Brandon. Would you hunker down in Astoria? No. And these no. are these are the slow slow zombies, by the way. Okay, these are slow zombies, but you're saying 50% of the population is zombies, though. Yeah. Because isn't that the thing about Walking Dead? They said they theorized that it's about 30-something percent that are zombies, actually. Oh, have they said that? I think so. There's, like, some of them where it's I like, never heard that. It's, like, not the majority like you would think it is, but it's just, like, large enough, and people are spread out so much that mm-hmm. you would think that there's zombies everywhere. Um, okay, so 50%. What I would do is, because I live right by the RK Bridge... I would try to go to the bridge and see, you know, if I could find a car that could hotwire that would have enough gas to get me at least into up. Like, I would try to go up north because I think in the cold it would be easier to, like, you know, you know, bunk hunker down and not have to worry about zombies. Because I saw, I used to play that Resident Evil game where you're like in a cabin in the the woods, and oh, nice. I was and I, I have a cancer for so I'm thinking that could work. <laughs> or I could go by the water because I'm right by Astoria Park and I could try to hope that there's some, some kind of boat or anything station where I can get in that and use that to get through the river to get over to Jersey and just see uh-huh. what I can get to a bigger ship or something, you know? Right. Uh, do you know how to hotwire a car? No, but I have Google. No, you don't. Well, I would Google if I. I mean, I would probably after this conversation when we get off of here, I'll Google how to hotwire a car. <laughs> I'm aware of the future. <laughs> I, I used to be a Boy Scout, man. I'm always got a plan B or something like that. Always, be, yeah. Always be prepared. Be um, prepared, yeah. So, so uh, do you mind if I ask, uh, like, where your family's based? So my mom, my grandfather are in Florida, and my fiance lives with me in Astoria. Notice I hadn't kept her in my escape plan though, because I'm not sure, you know, if she'd be able to make it the whole way. So oh. you should probably, you should probably <laughs> have I think she should be included. Well that's the thing, right? That's if anything I've learned from zombie movies is that, you know, anybody can go. And once the zombie said you can't be attached emotionally to anybody, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what we're gonna like live or like sink or swim. Yeah, um, which I think is what what you're referring to, sort of. Yeah. Um, so you okay? See, so you try to get that, to, that leading, but that's leading us down the dark path, man. You're gonna lose your humanity like that. See? Yeah, but I'd rather be End up like than freaking Eugene's bitch ass. <laughs> Would you rather be wow. me? Shots fired. <laughs> Would you rather be Negan? I'd rather be Negan than Rick. Would Rick, you rather be Rick? Is half like amputee. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Rick's missing a hand, dude. Did they do that in the show? No, they haven't done it in the show, but in the comics, I know he loses his hand. Carl, yeah. you know, he's got a son that's handicapped too. I'm like, dude, I, I'd rather be Negan. I got all my parts. I got a cool ass back. I got like five wives. Why not? Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was going to say, like, he's evil, but, like, in that paradigm, like, m- the concept of evil or good sort of changes, like, he he's winning, I mean. Exactly, yeah, I mean. And he is keeping his people safe. 
Yeah, I'm, it's like Negan's like the opposite of Trump. He's like, he's ruling similar to Trump, but he's not as effective as Trump. Wait, no, I'm not. He's I'm, messing that up. I'm messing that up. Should I delete that part? No, that's all right. Um, <laughs> I need more coffee, guys. <laughs> five mimosas catching up to you. <laughs> Mimosa life. Um, okay, uh, so you try to get to, I'm sorry, Jersey? And then... Well, I would try to, like, I would try to probably get at least to the Hudson River so I could try to find a bigger boat that could take me further out, you know what I mean? Because yeah, I, I yeah. Mean, for me, the, the, the plan would be to get to... If I go by water, I'm going to get, obviously, a bigger ship that one has more gas and hopefully has resources on board, so, like, food and, you know, emergency kits, all that stuff. Right. So that can just hopefully wait out to see what happens. Okay. Uh, on your own? Yep. Okay. Uh, Jay? Yeah, this is a tricky one. Because um, you're all up in the mix I in think... Crown Heights. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. So much happening. Um, I'd probably hunker down for a little while. I mean, I'm, I'm in such a big building right now, right? So it'd be a little yeah. treacherous, but they couldn't, they couldn't get in. Like, they couldn't get to my apartment, but also at the same time, I wouldn't be able to get out of my apartment. Um, yeah, you have food. How, mu how much yeah, food how do you, or like how long could you live with the food you have right now? Like in, in my refrigerator and in my cupboard? <sighs> yes. Maybe like three weeks, a month, maybe. What? Maybe. However, you also have to remember like, across the street is the grocery store and I live in the fast food triangle where there are five fast food restaurants. Well, those are going to be looted. Like two block radius. Yeah. Right. Those will be looted. There's a right. There are a lot of things around where I could participate in the looting and get more, get more stuff. Oh, um, you're, you're going to be looting? No, at that point it's surviving. <laughs> no more looting. You're living, living. Um, but the, the size of the building makes it tricky too, right? Because if, because there's so many people here, and if people are dying, then they're turning into zombies, right? Even if they're dying naturally. So then, we'll say I, I go back and forth. Zombies. zombies. Oh man, that's stressful. Um, <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would stay for a while, but then I would definitely have to get out. I think I would try to go south because I don't like dealing with the cold weather so much. Um, well, south. Wait, from Brooklyn. Yeah, south in the United States. Like, okay. I, I don't know. I think there are enough people well, in here so that gotta, they could, we could get like a band of us together, right? A group together and get out. How are you going to do that? And What are you going to say to them? Uh, what am I going to say to them? Yeah. Oh, cool, they're cool. I've been forging a relationship okay. with people on the floor. Yeah, we're, we're working things out. That's yeah. a good move. Good idea. Um, actually, it's kind of strange. I've seen this guy two nights in a row now, like three nights in a row. And he was just like looking out his door and like waved at him, and it was, mm. it was weird. Anyway, um, so he's got your. So you're saying he's so got your back? I think so. This is the second time this has happened. The first time was like five in the morning. This time it was like two in the morning. But I don't know what he's doing looking out his door at that time. But um, but I think well, we I'm have sorry. Connection. You're walking by and he's just looking out his door. What, what is Essentially, this? yes, yes. <laughs> Maybe he's I was sort of someone. I was joking. 
So you come you off the elevators, right? <laughs> it, the first time I was like, oh okay, but then it happened again yesterday, and now I'm, now I'm thinking he's kind of weird, but I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to judge him. Um, but there are a lot of cars here. There's a parking. There's a parking garage under the building. So like Brandon, I'm I'm gonna research how to hotwire a car. I can get one of these cars out of here. <laughs> whole parking garage under there. Tons of cars. And I can I can get out. Yeah, well, I can band together with somebody population, that has a car. Jay, 50% of the population is zombies. That means at least half of your building's gonna be zombified. There's gonna be some people in that parking right. garage. But it's slow zombies. Yeah, so you can just. I mean, you can push them over. Yeah, but they get in a big group, right? Like the herd and the street. Oh, yeah, that was that the herd, no yeah. good. But then I. Yeah, if there are a herd of zombies down in the parking garage, then the car is not getting getting out. It's only one entrance and exit to that parking garage. Okay, so if they're in front of that. Able to that's the problem. Where are you driving? To the Verrazano? Um. Mm, no. Not to the hmm. Verrazano. Then I'm just well. I guess I could go Verrazano, right? Then into Staten Island. Then I could get into New Jersey, and I could just go south from there. Right. But yeah, that's not a bad. See, there you go. See, teamwork, right? Mm-hmm. Got to work together. I could do that. Um, I sort of hunker down. I I don't know. But that, so yeah, that would that to, would be. You're, not, you're definitely not going back to Ohio to get your parents. See, but here's the thing. How would I even know where they were in Ohio? Well, they would be. Maybe they're not. Maybe they left too, right? I mean, maybe. How am I going to be contacting people? You'd have to go there and, like, go to your house. And just hope that they're in the house still? I I guess, yeah. But what if they're coming to me and we both cross each other in transit? We never knew it. Mm. Somewhere in Pennsylvania, we cross. Yeah. (laughs) Highways. Dark times. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. The woods would be scary though. I don't even. Maybe like a beach somewhere would be less scary. Everywhere would be terrifying. No, a beach would be scarier, man. You see all those zombies on the beach? That's terrifying. <laughs> That's a terrifying visual. Zombie beach? It'll be all waterlogged and shit. Have you guys never watched uh, Twenty Eight Weeks Later? Yeah, I did. When all those zombies in the field? That's terrifying, man. Wait, are you talking about like the chase scene? Yeah, at the, the beginning. beginning. That's that gives me anxiety just thinking about that. That's a great scene. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, the twenty-eight days, twenty-eight weeks later, uh, universe is uh, fast zombies, r- running zombies. Yeah. Those fast. zombies are. Yeah. If, 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 I think in any scenario with running zombies, like you're just done. Just give up. Just give up. Um, so, this life's not worth living at that point. No. Um, <laughs> I think hotwire a car and get, and get it to drive over yourself somehow. Um, <laughs> that's your best bet. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. So I'm in Manhattan. I've actually thought about this numerous times over the past few years. Um, now it's tricky for for me because it's either going to be bridge or tunnel uh holland tunnel brooklyn i mean i wouldn't take a brooklyn bridge you, you got to get to the mainland right so 
Connecticut or Jersey, basically. Um, I feel like the tunnels are all going to be crammed. The bridges are too. Um, I thought about swimming across the Hudson, New Jersey. No way. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Definitely die. Now, Jay, <laughs> now, Jay, are you saying that because you know that I'm really out of shape? Yes. And have you ever gotten close to Hudson? You know how wide and fast that thing moves? I mean, there are people are who a, probably... Maybe you're a strong swimmer, and I just don't know. Are you a strong swimmer? Have you been training? That's because this is part of your plan? You've secretly been swimming in the Hudson like every morning? You guys have been learning how to hotwire cars. <laughs> You've been tra trained to swim. <laughs> Honestly, I've been watching <laughs> Aquaman uh, <laughs> Justice League episode. Um, Honestly, Kate, that's a terrible idea. Really? Yeah, man. Yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna die. In the water. You, gonna I mean, think about it. It's it's the end of the world essentially, right? And you're gonna try to swim across the river when there's gonna be debris and bodies floating. Come on, man. And what are you going to do with your stuff? Just carry on your back and... Yeah. I don't need stuff. And you're going to be all wet, and then you're going to come out and be waterlogged, and then you get hypothermia, depending on what time of year it is. Like, you're going to have too many problems. You'll probably get sick from the water. Yeah, you're going to die, dude. Exactly. All right, here's my other plan. How did you come up with this agenda plan? You have the worst plan out of all. It seems like you guys are saying my plan A is... Should maybe be like more my my, my plan your, G or your plan or A sounds like a suicide plan. <laughs> it doesn't even sound like you're <laughs> Okay, here's my other one. Uh, walk all the way up Manhattan um, and walk into the Bronx. Um, now that's a long walk. And, you know, the, there'll be, like, zombies and people and shit. But, I mean, right. okay, swimming. I, I, mean, I mean, I think that scene, just walk up there. You can walk over the bridge. There's a, there's a short bridge up there. I mean, my thing is I would want to try to get to my mom. My mom lives in the D.C. area. Because, um, honestly, I don't know. What, like, I don't have a girlfriend. Um, it's, like, just me, my mom, and my sister, basically. Um Jay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm cutting you off at that point. Um, That's all right. But, but here's the thing, like, you were asked, like, how do you know she's, where she's going to be? But what else do I have you're to just, do? Like, what, I mean. Fly him, blindly. Go? What am I just going to, like, go to Connecticut and just chill? Okay, so you go get your mom and then what? Then you guys are just chilling together? Yeah, I'm chill with my mom. <laughs> Brandon, thoughts on, on that? Chilling with mom? Uh, I mean, I think you and your mom are both probably gonna die. You're gonna have to. <laughs> you're gonna have to emotionally disconnect I, your mom. I don't know if Brandon's the one you want to ask. I mean, he's already sacrificing his fiance. He's like, no, yeah, she can't just, cut like, it out. Yeah, you guys just like, I'm gonna go, man. So, it's like... all about okay, care. <laughs> it's it's just like, man, you just gotta take the L and just worry about K. Just die. No, I mean, I don't, here, what, what are you guys wearing during this? Are you wearing, because I got some, I, I thought about this part, like I got some boots, I got to you know, bring some knives, you got to have a backpack, do you have a yeah. go bag? Like, what are you taking with you when you leave on your journey? 
I mean, I'm probably wearing my normal like Lower East Side going out, which is like sneakers, black jeans, black t-shirt, black hat. Yeah, sneakers are a terrible idea, man. You're gonna be traversing all types of diverse terrain. You need some boots, something heavier. You definitely need boots. boots. You definitely need. I don't have boots. Do you have boots? You yeah. Yeah, I, I got two pairs of boots. boots. Jay, uh, you want to weigh in on that? Does everyone have boots? Um, a lot of people do. I have two separate pair. I know which ones I would. I could. I would probably take can them I, both. Can I borrow? Can I borrow? Can I borrow one of them? One of the pair? Uh, uh, maybe. What What do you have to offer? What do you got to trade? Like hats and black t-shirts. Hmm. That's not going to be very useful for me. Hmm. Hmm. In in. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I would help you. See, 20 years I would help. 20 years I would help you. I'd give you a pair of boots. 25 years. Um, I got some. I got some good knives. I mean, what kind of weapons do you guys have? Would you? Are you taking I mean, you can take anything that can like kind of bludgeoning weapon. Yeah, I would have knives and a bat with a bar wire wrapped around it. Do some you matches. You gotta have matches. I do have a bat. Do you currently have a? I do have a bat. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, the weapon thing, yeah, I mean, the thing, ugh, fuck, I've been thinking about getting a gun. No, I don't want to say that on podcast. I retract that. Um, anyway, I don't really have any, like, sort of bludgeoning type implement in my home currently. I used to have a machete. I have a boom mic, I have a, like, I have a boom mic pole. Hmm. That could so work. I'm just going to die, basically, that, that seems like. Eventually, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. You could survive. Your body might. Well, well, your problem might be nutrition, right? Your body won't be used. To, it's gonna have some withdrawal from your fast food diet. Yeah, I mean, if if I have, like, if I, if I can't get processed foods, like, my body will just like it'll be like, um, like like Tetris, like when you get like four lines at the same time, it'll be, that'll be my body. <laughs> four lines at the same time. Come on, really? No, nothing? <laughs> Jesus. Which one? No, are you going to just straight up and down? When you get the bar, yeah, the, the long one, and then you get four lines. Yeah, shift it to the side, eh? Well, wherever it goes. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that would be another issue. Food. I mean, I, I don't know. What video it's games? Getting, getting video games to play. Just I mean, food. But then, at, at a certain point, it just sucks, right? And you maybe you're just like, maybe I will just kill myself. What's what is this? What kind of life is this, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'd kill myself. Um, I feel like I'd at least try to live um, as long as I could, but. I don't want to get caught up in like Negan's like little fucking bordello or whatever. Um, exactly, man. I, I I can't. No, no. Also, I don't have much faith in like people in America. It would immediately it would immediately go to not Walking Dead. Mad Max is is where it would go like right away. Mm. Oh. Without the gas. Oh, it would it would go to it would go to Waterworld. Did we go to that, you know that movie Pearl Harbor, where like, um, 
stuff's just blowing up and everything is destroyed, it would go to that immediately. All right. Anyway, thank you, Brandon, for joining us. Uh, <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for having uh, me on. Uh, uh, any I'm sorry. Any closing thoughts? Uh, oh, yeah. And you put out your your Twitter, everything. Oh yeah, sure. You guys can follow me at American Collins, AmericanCollins.com. Um, but it's American Collins, all social media platforms, so Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, and I have two podcasts, the Comedy Outliers podcast, which I do every Sunday with uh, my co-host Mike Brown, and then Medium Popcorn, which comes out every Wednesday uh, with my co-host Justin Brown. No relation. Comedy Outliers is for all the comedy fans. Media Popcorn is for anyone who who just enjoys movies and wants to hear me rant about them. My co-host. So thanks a lot, guys, for having me on, man. Appreciate it. No, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for coming. Um, Jay, uh, do you want to promote? I don't like. Um, this great game gonna be coming on at five o'clock. UNC Kentucky should be very entertaining. Um, <laughs> hmm. I got nothing besides that. Looks like South Carolina's gonna go to the Final Four right now. Hmm. Hello. Okay. <laughs> um, thanks, Brandon. All right, we're wrapping up. Later.